So I imagine we're, we're rolling at this point. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, we're, we're rolling. All right. All right. So in episode one, you knew us as just another metal podcast, but it turns out that that is not broad enough a name. So we are the metal podcast that's still figuring things out. We figure we can still talk about metal stuff while right while working out the name. So welcome to round two. Round two, baby. <laughs> Got my good friend Steve Quillico here today. My welcome in, Steve. I feel like when I get introduced, like my last name is like Steve Quillico, like for a metal podcast. It's like what's wrong with the name Quillico? That's Italian, not, isn't it? It's Italian, yeah. but it's not metal. Quillico? That's Italian. That's no, cool. such thing as a metal a name, mouthful. unless you're like Nurgle or something from know, Behemoth. <laughs> it's one of those names that sounds like somebody that that is known in a band. I feel like it just got that that, that sounds. No, I'm the it. bass player, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A hardcore band. Two, two notes, two notes. Yeah, just, just playing op- the top string, open top string, or first on top string. <laughs> right. Have you guys watched the? Have you watched this? That brings up another point. Have you guys watched um, the music video for bad for bad omens for what is it? Um, Dishonored, I believe. The music I have not video. Seen that actually. Um, on that video, it's like a, it's kind of like a Slipknot style video. It's pretty dark, and he's like covered in mud. Their bass player is literally playing has one string on his bass and it's like the most metal thing I think I've ever watched in a one, music video. One string. Just the top string. That's the top all he plays. String. Wow. The are, whole song. Are you thinking uh it's, are you thinking Dethrone by chance? Dethrone. Okay, because I'm I have it pulled up right now and just looking at even the thumbnail for it, I'm gonna see if I can pull up just a, a just a, just some some grimy Oh God, the song is like the song, the breakdown in that song is just like so I feel sick. like Bad Omens is just <laughs> it like, like that without that music video. It's like an orc type type thing going on here. Oh, okay. Mm. I got you. Yeah, yeah. They so, stole, they ripped that off of Chelsea Grin from My Damn Nation, that music video. <laughs> really? Was there they... something like that in there? I, I'm pretty sure I remember some weird guy with chains in that music video. Mm. It's like from 2010, so if you don't remember, I understand. It was a long time ago. 2010, that's pretty crazy that... I, it, it it honestly impresses me that they've been around for that long because I like I forget that they've they've been around that long. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's yeah. such a long yeah. duration. Well, it's great. That, that's yeah. For you young bucks, that's a long time. But like <laughs> I've been listening to like Zayo since like 1999. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> you're, you're probably poison the well and all those. Yeah, like, poison <laughs> yeah. the well. Early. Um, oh God, boy sets fire. Ah. Uh-huh early stuff like that like i've yeah. been listening to that kind of like like um who's the other one i'll, I'll it'll come to me but Th- that yeah, that poses 10 years yeah that poses a good question like just kind of thinking back to that we uh, doug and i were talking uh in reference to some of the bands that were our gateway bands as mm-hmm. we put it the other night and uh yeah so, i want to so, hear what your gateway yeah, bands yeah, were you, you i want to hear when this all started man having well, come from a different time like like a different time maybe like before what we were even listening to that's like especially you, i'm i'm 26 or 28, 28. <laughs> I'm, I'm 10 years older than you mm. i'm 27 yeah dougie's 27 yeah. Mm-hmm. um no so um so i i mean i grew up on a pretty so i remember as a young young kid my parents were divorced when i was like four but i remember as like a young kid my dad listening and watching the music videos to Bon Jovi uh-huh. way back in the day and just like loving the energy of watching their like live videos right from Bon Jovi like years ago in like the 80s I remember this and my yeah. dad like would have it on and, and we'd listen to Bon Jovi and I loved it and then my parents got divorced and me and my and my you know we moved out to here and my I was like four years old 
my earliest rec- recollections of music then was just listening to country. Like we would just listen to like Garth Brooks and mm. George Strait. Garth Brooks, those are good. Brooks that's and good Dunn, country, Vince dude. Gill, like that's good that's country. Good country. And so like I, but I, but I also grew up on a steady diet of so Bon Jovi, and then my, um, and then country. When I was whenever I was with my mom, my first CD. Oh God, this is gonna. <sighs> Don't judge me. My first, my first CD was Alanis Morissette's "Jagged Little Pill." That's awesome. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that's great. like she did that. She did like a little scream, like yeah, yeah. on a couple of songs, and it was like kind of that was kind of like my introduction to like, oh wow, music can be like somewhat aggressive. Yeah, right. right. Actually, that's a that's a great thought that you have there. Just like not even that you were seeking out heavy music per se, Mm -hmm. but then you were listening to something and there was a small little element that you heard it and you were like, holy smokes, like this has like a tinge of like something heavier to it. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of interesting in that regard. And like, uh, like not to veer off, but I remember hearing like Ramstein for the first time and granted they're like a metal, like a proper metal band. But I remember like, usually it was kind of like on the lighter end of metal. And when I first heard them, I think it was like fire and Vosser doing some like, some like slight chugging. I had never heard chugging before mm-hmm. or like that element of heavy, but then you hear that and you're like, Oh, I want more of that. And that's like a hundred percent what you were sensing oh, with that, gosh, where dude. you heard yeah, just chugging. this little scream thing and you're like, Holy smokes. Like I want to get from more Alanis of that. Yeah. yeah. So then it was like, so then after that I got into, um, like I got it like collective soul mm-hmm. as much as you want to, like you can dog on like the, like, you know, poppy pop rock of collective soul. Like they had some heavier moments and some mm. like kind of darker lyrics. Some of their songs were well, it's like, like bring me the horizon now. Yeah. You I know, mean, it was like, a little bit more poppy, but like more dark lyrics and they had some heavy riffs mm-hmm. on some of their songs and old collective soul. And so like I started getting into more heavy music and then my first real taste of metal was listening to um, ride the lightning on the bus with a friend Metallica. And I was like, Oh, this this is what it sounds like. What what <laughs> this friend is, was that? Do you remember? Uh, Bryce Coggins. Bryce Coggins. <laughs> if you hear if you're hearing this, Bryce, <laughs> thank you. It was Bryce Coggins and Kyle Carruthers and Mike Groy from way back in the day. But yeah, it was it was Bryce's CD player, and I listened to Ride the Lightning for the first time. It was like, I kind of like this, right? And then right. I started getting into like Judas Priest, all that kind of stuff. Like, started going a little bit more hair metal-y. Right, yeah, right. And then my high school days, like, was, um, God, I mean, you mentioned Rammstein. Like, I, I remember when Du Hast came out. Oh, yeah. And, like, holy shit. Like, that <laughs> was, yeah. like, that was, that was the end for me. Like, Du Hast and then Linkin Park came out and, like, they were. Oh, yeah. Park, Linkin Park, like, the, like, Hybrid Theory came out in, like, 98, mm-hmm. I want to say. Like, so, maybe I 99. Nine, I think it was two. Maybe it was 99, 2000. Was it 2000? I yeah. think it was 2000. Somewhere in that ballpark. But yeah. like that, that album was, Hybrid Theory was so damn heavy. Such a good album, yeah. It just like, but just like you could just jam to every, so you could put that album on. That was the first time I'd ever really experienced like you could put an album on and there wasn't a bad song from beginning to end. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I love albums I, like that, dude. And you just like, I could listen to that all day long. And right. Hybrid oh, Theory yeah. really, really did it for me. And then Slipknot, like... Probably some corn sprinkled in there. I had some corn. Like it yeah. just it just evolved from there. I went from like, you know, like that, like you know, a little bit started. of Judas Priest, and then some like Metallica, but then just Lincoln Park, Slipknot, um, Mudvayne, um, gosh, Sepultura, Soulfly, 
like started just going down this path. Sepultura, dude. Like Holy shit. Roots, Bloody Roots. Like that song just, oh, it's just like metal perfection. But like, <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, and then it just, just snowballed in from there. And even like my, like, I just got into all forms of music. Right. And like, I mean, I like, I mean, shit, when you look at my playlist. Dude, you've like, got the most eclectic <laughs> fucking music and that's so playlist like, yeah. ever. That's you, so cool. have, it, no, Dougie, no one comes close. I will say it right now. No one. When I showed you, when I showed close. you my, that, like, my playlist is like, I mean, it's it, like, I mean, shit, dude. Like, you, like, right now. Do you have ADHD? Uh, I've thought I had before. I've never really been officially diagnosed. I was listening to Asking Alexandria on the way over here, of all things. <laughs> Which album? Uh, um, what is it? The one... Um, Stand Up and Scream? That, or wait, is uh, that the name of the album? Or they're self-titled. Okay. That one that has the, like, that one that has, like, the red Gotcha. I think on I've it. only seen their... I've only um, listened to their first one, so... Um, mm. But my, like, my playlists are literally, like... I mean, I've got Beartooth... Heck Landmarks, yeah. the new day to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, did you let, actually? Let's segue. Pop, let's, wa- pop wave. I'll, what I'll, did you yeah. think of the new day to remember? I, I I can't stop listening to it. Really? I can't. Okay. Like, okay. So so we were we were talking a little bit about it last week, and uh, he hadn't listened to it yet. I had listened to it, and we were explaining how it's kind of like a, a Saint Anger album for yeah. a lot of fans. I think it's I think it's a really good album. It's definitely very different. Uh, but then Doug called me up the other day while I was disc golfing, and he he let me know his feelings on it. Yeah, I, so <laughs> I I don't like to knock people's artistry. Mm-hmm. Like like a lot of band, like a lot of fans get pissed when somebody it's like, okay, well this isn't the same exact album as the last one, so fuck these guys. I'm not into that. I don't. I'm not as big into doing that. But and I'm not even saying. Like, I hate a day to remember because I love a day to remember. But when I listened to that, I I was like, okay, what was Jeremy McKinnon listening to? Like, Santana and Matchbox 20? <laughs> you know, like, that. that's what I got from it. Like, yeah. I got heavy early 2000s Matchbox 20 vibes, you know, and like some, like the Rob Thomas and Santana song, you know. It's like, that's what I got from it. Hmm. And I was just... And like, there are some bangers on the the album. Yeah, there's like, some not, like some of their best breakdowns. Right. Oh, <laughs> dude, of any of their in albums in years, dude. Yeah. in years. And but I like, I was just kind of listening to some of that, and I was just, it's like, dude, that is a total, total shift in total sound. Need. I mean, that's a one. I don't even know if there's a numerical value to put on it. No, yes. there is. There is. I mean, and I'll crazy. talk about it here in a second. Like it, it just it blew my mind. Like just that that mm-hmm. shift in the te- like their sound. If, if, if anything, I'd say one thing that they did do very proper was uh, I feel like on that album, they had a very good balance of songs that were in line with their style, their style air quotes uh, that their fans are used to. And uh, you know, new territory. I feel right, like they, right. they danced that line between those two arenas very, mm-hmm. very well on this album. They're, they're the obvious, I mean, the obvious comparison there is hundredth like hundredth made like you know hardcore like old right. school hardcore and then came out with um god what is it rare and rare is like <clears throat> i mean hundredth is right now probably my favorite band hundredth is hundredth is the things that they're doing like they the way that they have like they didn't like they didn't do it um what even even really what um Bring me the horizon did because you can track the progression of Bring Me the Horizon from like, um, like Chelsea Grin 
or not Chelsea Grin, um, whatever that album, whatever album that was on. Oh, uh, 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 Suicide Season? Was Suicide that Season, yeah. yeah. From Suicide Season to Sempaternal, mm-hmm. or to, sorry, to um, that next album, whatever that one is, still yeah. a good album, got some bangers on it, and then to Sempaternal, and then from Sempaternal to whatever the next album was. Yeah. Like, you could track their progression where they started to introduce more, like, electronic and more ambient kind oh, of dude, music. Their, their third album is my favorite one. But, like, they, 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 you could track their progression and see kind of where they were headed. So when they came out with, like, their last album that was, like, in their last couple that have just been, like, you know, sing-songy, not a whole lot of brutal stuff, really catchy hooks, but, like, yeah. just impeccable songwriting. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see, and people are like, oh, they reinvented themselves. Like, no, this was where they were progressing. Yeah. Hundredth, it's a, it's a traje- trajectory. Hundredth, yeah. when you listen to their last hardcore album and then Rare, like, literally that jump, they went from, like, that to Shoegaze. Mm. And then from, sho- like, Shoegaze to, like, now they're, like, pop grunge. Like, huh. I don't know if you've listened to... And, and, and for, for me as a listener, I actually I actually haven't listened to 100th before. Really? Uh, so, so, so me hearing this, like, it's interesting to hear this because it'll be like a reverse engineer. When I do go to listen to it, I actually took note of it for my, for my own sake. So that when I listen somewhere to it, I can... Somewhere Nowhere can is their newest. Somewhere Nowhere? Somewhere Nowhere is their newest album. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just is like, it, like, it's just super catchy. But like, they went from straight hardcore to like... Shoegaze, as you were saying. Shoegaze. Yeah. Grunge, which I've always had a soft spot for shoegaze grunge. Like, and just grunge, like Nirvana and Alice in Chains Mm -hmm. and like that kind of grungy type music. I just, I love that kind of music, but. And then throw the, the sonic, like, variant overtones of like the shoegaze aspect Mm -hmm. of it. And like holy smokes, that like just that idea right there, shoegaze grunge, like kind of perks, <laughs> perks my ears up, and I'm like, yeah. holy smokes, I do got to listen there's to this. There's guys. a there. I have a playlist saved on my Spotify that's shoegaze grunge. It's mm. legit. Oh heck yeah. But um, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like like a day to remember when you think about their their musical progression of like like this album. You know, is it their Saint Anger? Is it their Rare for hundredth? They didn't make that much of a leap from what they used to be before to what they are now. So I'm like. Maybe they're do it pulling a bring me the bring me the horizon where they're going to start introducing more of these like well that's what softer tones did, you know mm. yeah our architects did that on their newest album yeah have you have you listened to their newest album by chance architects uh, yeah yeah okay yeah gotcha. I'm not as much a fan of it yeah I, I mean like don't get me wrong there's some great <clears throat> songs on there <clears throat> like some absolute bangers but that, like that's this is what's crazy to me is so I I didn't like the first single off that album ah. Uh-huh. And Steve was the one telling me give another chance. It was animals. Animals, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yep. I loved animals. And, yeah, and Steve was like, give it another chance. And I was like, okay, you know, this is pretty catchy. Like, this isn't, you know, typical architects, but like, it's tasteful. It's not bad. It's not entirely bland. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I was like, oh, dude, like, I texted him. I was like, did you hear the new architects? He's like, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I was like, I just thought that was crazy because I didn't like the single, but I loved the rest of the album. That's interesting. And, like, yeah. he liked the single and didn't like most of the album right? but I, like, like i yeah i tend to like when it comes to song, like albums like that like first listen a lot of times i'm like eh, like, it has to grow on you some of, yeah. some of this new music like literally has to like kind of plant a seed and grow on you you know mm. like um like I, bring me the horizon dude like when like the like the jump from like even that's the spirit to like Amo, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that's, that's a pretty big leap, you know, it, it's also kind of, it, 
when you start venturing into certain music, certain metal or musical territory in general, uh, it's almost implied uh, and expected that you are not going to like it at the first listen. At least that's been my experience. Uh, mm. One example I can give you is I'm a I'm a huge Periphery fan. They were actually my my most listened to band over the past decade per Spotify. So, <laughs> but but the thing is, the first time I, I Periphery, the, the first the first time I listened to most of their albums. I'm generally a little wigged out <laughs> because it's it's always new stuff and it's always you know not familiar and and you're kind of drawn in by what's familiar at first because your ears are used to it. So like sometimes it re- requires that like you know breaking in phase and then sometimes it it takes after the fact and sometimes it doesn't. And that was and and for my take on the album actually too for uh, for architects it is. Uh, I tried that approach of listening to it multiple times. And I think in terms of stylistically, it wasn't, I, I was kind of in the camp of, it wasn't necessarily my, my speed. On uh, the, the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, I like it. Um, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's definitely more of a push towards the mainstream, mm. which, and I'm not going to go off on this tangent. I'm just going to say, go off on cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you understand touring, Oh, yeah. And just how shitty it is and how little money you make. And dude, so I was listening to Courtney LaPlante's podcast and they had the lead singer of Entheos on, and she was like, It is a thousand dollars a day to have a bus. A thousand dollars a day. Holy smokes. And I can almost guarantee they're not bringing in a thousand dollars a show. Night, yeah. Right. So no. or if they are it's all going to the bus. Yeah, exactly, their margins right. are not big. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like so. I understand this more like the the appeal of trying to fill a stadium. I yeah. totally understand because at the end of the day, like while it's it's music and you want to stay close to your roots, it's like oh shit, I also have to pay my bills, dude. Like, yeah. I have to worry about mm-hmm. retirement. You know, I have to do all this shit. So it's like I understand why you know bands kind of make that that Mm -hmm. jump you know and it's like and it pisses a lot of fans off but like i feel like a lot of the fans don't necessarily understand a business perspective of the leap you know and Mm -hmm. it's like and and maybe they don't want to rip straight bangers anymore like maybe like architects it's like dead butterflies if you would have told me back in like 2014 that architects was going to do a song like dead butterflies i would have said you're fucking insane get out of my face (laughs) but they did and i actually love that song a lot dude like that's a great song Mm. And and I I just I totally understand where they're coming from. It's like, you know, because Steve and I've talked about this before. Like metal doesn't pay bills. Like it's a nah. passion thing, dude. Mm. Like yeah, most of the reason people are into metal, <laughs> hear the doggos in the background, is for <laughs> passion. It's mm. like I like to play metal music. I like to be in the scene. You know, like, and that that, that brings up another that brings up an interesting an interesting note. Like you were talking earlier about Jeremy McKinnon. Like, was what was he listening to when they made this album and like, right, that kind yeah. of thing? Like, I remember yep. talking to God, who was it years ago? It was it, I, I think it might have been one of the members of Norma Jean or something like that. It was oh, at a show cool. and was talking to him and was like, "What do you you know? What's your favorite metal album?" Of the, you know, and they're like, "Guys, like." I don't really listen to metal. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, what? You're like you you play in like one of the most metal bands out there. Dude, listen. they're a huge metalcore band. You don't like, listen. Sure. You don't listen to metal. So like, you're a musician, right? Mm. So like, what do you what do you play? Uh, so so what I've played in the past. Uh, I I toured in a metal band mm-hmm. back in the day. Before that, I played in like a funk hip hop band out of Chicago. Metal's always kind of been my bread and butter. But actually, like to to corroborate what he's saying. 
when I'm not playing drums, I'm listening to the chillest lo-fi I can find. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just it, what, the reason I asked, I say that is because I had a friend who, I remember where I heard that from. I had a friend who, um, who, who makes music for a living. He's a, he writes music in Nashville mm-hmm. and um, like writes for big time artists and writes like folk pop songs and stuff like that. And, and is like nationally accredited, been on like Grammy award winning records and stuff like that. So That's awesome. he's got a ton of credentials and I was sitting with him one time and we were drinking whiskey and I was like, do you listen to a lot of the music that like you make? And he's like, no, 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 no. I, I don't I feel like it'd be he, super hard to write well, if you because did. yeah, if you think about it, like the you, whatever you're listening to is what you're gonna write. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So if you're like right. if you're a metal if you're a metal musician and all you listen to is metal, like you're gonna be putting out if, the same album. If you're if you're a hardcore if you're if you're in a hardcore band and all you listen to is Hatebreed and Throwdown, uh, oh, all your you're music's gonna make gonna is blow, dude. It's gonna make you're gonna it's make Hatebreed and Throwdown albums. Like it's already been done. So like I feel like a lot of the guys that like that we you know look up to as fans of you know music and metal like they they don't listen necessarily listen to the same kind of music that we like them for. An- right. An- another right. consideration too is this. Um and and that's super true just the evolution of what you find appealing as a listener. And then additionally like let's not overlook the fact that you know, in most cases, especially with metal, when you start off, you have like this crazy shreddy, fast paced, like heavy, so on, so forth, insert all of these crazy things here. But then you get older <laughs> and and, right, and you right. need to endure longer and you need to look out for your voice as a, mm-hmm. as a screamer. You like, you're not as full of like piss and vinegar. You yes, know? Like exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you are putting out into the world has to reflect what you can like realistically you know replicate night after night too and granted you're still playing stuff off your older albums but you want to at least like kind of coordinate and coordinate that in a way where you have some music that might give you a little bit of breathing room too so so all these kind of factors come into the play into play that is yeah yeah. well yeah i would imagine like for a day to remember like their newest album is going to be way easier to play live oh yeah oh and then you can get get down to it more too for that reason also like if you're not doing crazy stuff try being periphery Oh, gosh. I want to. I want to go to I a try show. Always never succeed. <laughs> and, well, no, listen. Now. I want to. I want to go to a show, and I want to see them play Reptile because <laughs> oh, fifteen minutes worth. Holy of it, yeah. shit, dude! Like the melody changes, all, dude. It's all over the place. It's, it's so all great. over the place. It is like a literal ballad, and I just want to see. Like, I'd be interested to see if they even play that live. No, mm-hmm. they probably can't. I. I don't want to say they can't. I mean, they, it's they, periphery. They probably don't yeah, want to. They probably right. don't want yeah, to. They're probably like, okay, we need to like, we got a set amount of time. We, we got to get our socks this in. Yeah, songs in. Let's kill half done. our set with this once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then imagine doing it 30 times. Like say, yeah. say they have a 25, 30 day, you know, oh, gosh, dude. tour and doing that 30 I mean, times. They, they probably, yeah. I mean, I bet you those bands that are touring like that and you can probably back that up that they probably have like 30 songs that they practice from their discography Hmm. and they just like different. Okay. Let's play these 10 songs or let's play, you know, like these eight, we have Mm -hmm. time for this amount. Let's play these songs. And so they probably like a, like a born of a Irish show. So they don't get bored. It's literally the same almost every time. Uh Like they play the back catalog of their, their most popular shit. Mm -hmm. And then they pick a couple songs off of the newer, the newer Mm -hmm. shit, you know? And like, it was this, like as I lay and dying. Once again, it's nothing against him. Like touring <laughs> yeah. is fucking hard. You yeah, know? but it touring was. I mean, when we went and watched as I lay dying. I mean, like it was like you every banger that they've ever written. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was like doom, 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 doom. But they were so good live. 
They, oh, dude, oh they, the they were one of the best bands. And then I've after ever the seen, burial, like, oh my god, who, who after oh my god, was on yeah. that Emure. Oh fuck! And Amir. I actually, I'm you know what? Fuck, right now. fuck Emure. <laughs> Frankie Palmieri is a piece of shit. But. He's a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> Fuck Frankie Palmieri. The rest of the guys, I've never They're seen really them. Cool. They seem cool. Josh, Josh Travis player. is awesome. They're Josh guitar player, Josh yep. Travis. Josh Travis is a, is a, is a tank. And yeah. He's, he's awesome. Sick, so. but Frankie like, Palmieri is a guy but I will like say, to hit in the face. I will say he killed it live, though. Oh, like no, the dude, you can tell he's played a, he has played a lot of live music over the years. And the dude knows how to work a crowd. So, so oh, yeah. One one thing I'm curious about, too, actually, on the topic. Sorry if you're hearing this, Frankie. I'm not. We... Yeah. So, so one other interesting consideration is I I was hearing in uh in in I think I listen to a lot of like punk rock NBA this YouTube channel and uh, I love punk rock NBA. Right? Ben yeah. McKenty is like he's he, like my professor. He's a cool dude. Yeah. And and he he there was one my video professor. in particular where he was talking about Limp Biscuit and how like Fred Durst I was Limp was was, was more record. was more likely than not putting on like a front like oh, yeah. or, or or like an act or whatever and oh and that's what Frankie Palmieri's done too and, but Fred Durst wasn't like. Oh, Fred Durst was a douche back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I was a massive dick. Yeah, but <clears throat> I mean, not... the fights he got in with Eminem and like, I right, mean, right, dude. But, but an important, an important distinction too uh, is is actually just the the fact of time. Like, also, so you have like Fred Durst, who was coming up in a time where we didn't have like these modes of mass communication that fit in our pockets, and and so like if he wanted to take take his mask off, so to speak. Uh, not in COVID terms, but in like, you know, meta, meta, metaphorical terms. If he wanted to take his mask off, he could, and he could like live a private life and not be, yeah, Bridgers, yeah, whatever. But Frankie Palmieri, like us being in this connected, right? Not yeah. bad. I, I work <laughs> on it. I work on it at home in here. Yeah. And uh, so, so with us now being in this, this hyper-connected world, like it's almost like he can't afford to, take that mask off and maybe he is like a super chill guy but it's just because he has to stay connected online and and uphold that kind of vibe i don't know just kind of an interesting thought well yeah i mean i think i think that um finn talks about it in that one especially about limp biscuit where he talks about like like it's actually like when you think about like limp biscuit five finger death punch like these bands that are like like everybody seems to hate, mm-hmm. but they're super successful. They hate them because yeah. why it's, are uh, they successful? Why are they successful? Like, you, you ever heard the thing like no, like there is no such thing as bad press. Hundred percent, yeah. Like for Fred Durst, he recognized that. Like, that's, there's like if they, you know what they're talking shit the about me, the they're game. talking about me. Yeah. And as long as they're talking shit about me, they're talking about me, and that means I'm in their thoughts, and that means that I'm going to sell records. Honest to goodness, that's that's the big thing, right? The same there. with Jonathan Davis of Corn. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the dude, like he's a. I mean, he seems like a dick, but like <laughs> maybe he's not in real life. But like, people seem to hate corn. Mm. They sell a lot of records, yeah, and they make a boatload of money. That that per- right. perceptively like negative press, it's it's all positive in the eyes of you know building up a building up a following. So well, like yeah. Five Finger Death Punch, like they like I remember I remember watching an interview with them not too long ago, and it was Ivan Moody, and they were talking about like their image and how like. You know, they're like like everyone in the military, like they're like the military band, you know, guys on tanks oh, and stuff for like sure, that are like dude. right for like drawing sure. their their logo on their tanks and you know, like all that kind of stuff. They're like, you know, they're like the cops and the and like that's just the, I've met like, veterans that don't like metal at all and that they love know fun. who five finger death punch is. They they like five finger death punch. And I'm punch. like, and that's the that's their MO. Like that's the where that's where they've marketed themselves and they know that they can do no wrong in that market. Right. And like that they've they've 
they've hit a gold mine. Yeah, and and it's hard to fault them for that. Yeah, like right. I I'm just not interested in the music at all. Yeah, of Five Finger Death Punch. But that's where they've kind of struck it right as like a business entity versus just yeah. as a band. Like you know your market, and like sure you could try and branch out. Yeah, it goes that. back to what I'm saying is like yeah. at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah, well, it's honest, yeah. like you go back to Slipknot. I watched a documentary about Slipknot, and they were talking about how like um, who's their DJ clown. Whatever his name is, Sean Sean Crahan. Sean Crahan. Yeah. He's the brains behind the whole operation. Did you right. know that? Yep. He put the whole band together. He put all of the personas together. He went out and sought out the best musicians, Joey Jordison, all these like didn't he great get, musicians. Didn't he get kicked out? Sean uh, Crahan? Did, no, I think he did. Or well, no, Sid Yeah. Um, Sid, Sid got did, kicked number out. Seven or, Sid died, I think. No, Wasn't that Sid, was number four died, I that think. That was the bass player. Yeah. Um Right, I don't. I can't, well, I can't remember. remember his name. I know Joey Jorison. Paul Gray. Paul Gray. Yeah, yeah, Paul Gray died. Thanks, Kyle. See, he's like our Jamie, dude. It's Jamie. <laughs> it's Jamie. It's Jamie without the, the, he's the laptop. The man, but he doesn't dude. have to look anything up like Jamie does. Oh, he didn't he even. I just didn't put shit in that computer. But he's like, killing it, dude. But like, that's yeah, the thing. Kyle. Like Paul. Like like Crayhan. Like he he started that band with a business model in mind, and he talks talks about it in the oh, documentary. And, and dude, like nothing gains more attention. Than those masks, like oh, those God. outfits. He, like I was not allowed to listen to Slipknot as a kid because of the masks. It, my, I don't even think my mom ever heard of Slipknot. And also, they're song. worshippers, right? No, not really. No. I mean, they're just. Right. Like, <laughs> if you ask anybody that doesn't actually listen, I had to, that, to hide yeah, my Slipknot CDs, dude. They had a pentagram on one of their album covers and a like a dead goat's head. Hell, Satan. <laughs> I remember my parents getting or my dad getting really mad at me one night because I was listening to Duality and I heard the double bass parts and I was like, "How in the hell does he do that?" And I was like ten at the time. My dad was like, "Hey, no, no fucking cursing." <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? No. Wait, yeah. you don't know they have an album or song on that album titled Six Six Six? Yeah, Dad. Wait, or you check this out. Shit. Love you, Dad. Thanks for letting me. You play your drums every year. I remember <laughs> one time I was listening to uh, Cattle Decapitation. Great band. Mm. I love Cattle Decapitation. Not a fan. Are you shitting me? Not a fan. I never really listened to that. I Kyle's with me. Uh huh. Cattle Decap is good. What's and what's it, their kind of what's their gr- kind of style? So the genre is grindcore. Okay, gotcha. So I, Ooh, I've never listened. I've only I've only ever listened to two albums. <laughs> Only two albums, and that is the Anthropocene Extinction. Extinction. Thanks, Kyle. Mm. And then what was their newest one called? I don't know. I can't remember. But it, so he has this like kind of clean scream he does, and it's just fantastic. I mean, it, it it's like pure vocal prowess, dude. Like it's just straight talent. Uh-huh. But like anyway, I show. I was like listening to that in my room, and my mom comes in. She's like. You listen to that to be rebellious, and my dad's like, "No, he doesn't." And my dad hates music; like he literally only listens to talk radio. Uh-huh. And he's like, "No, come on!" Like he just likes it, you know. It's like, "Thanks, Dad." It's like, "Back me up, fuck mm. yeah!" You know? <laughs> like, my like, God. dude, I was not like I had to hide all. Like I didn't have to hide, but like my mom, you know, expect you know she you know expressed her yeah. discontent <clears throat> with my music. Uh, I remember, so back to the, that discussion, the first thing when you guys were asking me about like my musical history, I was yeah. like, my first CD was Alanis Morissette, but my first like foray into like risque music. Risque music. Risque Isn't music. Isn't that great, dude? Like everybody's like, oh, those guys are just a bunch of Satan worshipers. And it's like <laughs> risque music. First, like, first of all, dude, you know, Satan's just not the nicest guy. And secondly, <laughs> like, don't cast dispersions. You never met the guy. Right. Okay. And secondly, <laughs> 
Secondly, like it's just good music, dude. Like it's They're good it's blast beats, yeah. it's screaming. Yeah. It's, you know, drop A tuning. Not all of it, but you know, a lot of it. Sometimes it's, lower. It's good. But, yeah, right. But my yeah. first like my first real foray into that, I remember like a similar situation. Like I was I um a kid had told me about this album by this band, this like punk band that was like awesome and you like it was really good. And I remember listening to it, Mark Wilburn's house. Mark Wilburn's house. Yeah, a long time ago. God damn, And um, he got to listen to it. So, like, we went to Walmart, and I was like, Mom, can I really buy this cassette? And she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And it was the Offspring Smash. Oh, nice. Dude, I love the Offspring, dude. The Offspring's pumped out some hits. I was listening to to it, and my mom and I were listening to it in the car on the way home. Because I was, like, maybe 12. Mm. And um, the part where he's like, you stupid, dumb shit, goddamn motherfucker. (laughs) And, like... (laughs) My mom was like, he said, what? Yeah. She <laughs> took that cassette out like of the that. album yeah. and freaking like threw it out the window. It was like, you are not listening to that. Dude, I bought a Kid Rock like, CD, no. dude. Devil Without a Cause. I bought a Kid. I was like 14, so forgive me. And I take it as explicit. Bob you know, like Bob. it had the sticker, it the right, sticker right on the front, right dude. I come home. My mom's like, what do you got there? And I hand it to her and she threw it straight in the fucking trash can. <laughs> Straight into the trash hey, can. Even without the sticker on that, that was the right move. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. No, that album, Thanks, was, a, that album uh, was a banger, they're, they're man. Just one those, they're just one of those bands that are easy to give a hard time to. I right, don't listen right. to them a lot. It's just, I'll, okay, I'll, that's the only yeah. decent music Kid Rock has ever put out. Uh, and it it's one of those, it was kind of like a metal rap album. Yeah, it, it know, really like, kind of was that yeah. vibe, yeah. I mean, it, it was they, good. They were at the, at like the right time for that genre, too, so it kind of meshed oh, yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, that was like the same time as Limp Bizkit. You yeah, know, like absolutely. Was, dude, like Alien by Northlane mm-hmm. would have never come out without Slipknot, nor, uh, Limp Bizkit, and Korn. That yeah. album would not exist. And and actually, listening, right? listening to uh, uh, the thinking. new... The new Architects album too. A lot of times when I was listening to that, like even though I wasn't a huge fan of it for for my own reasons, uh, I was listening to it. and I was like, this actually has a lot of the new the new metal elements in it too. Like in terms of just its sonic properties and whatnot. So kind of the same thought through went through my head for that album as well. Do you ever listen to Static X? Oh yeah, yeah. Love Static, Static, X, Static X is pretty good. I mm, like love Static, Static X. X. I, I, I put they're on my. I have a Steve's throwback pay, playlist on my. Dude, Blitz, Spotify. Zach Blitzstein. Uh huh. He loves Static X. There, that's I like mean, the only like, metal I can get him. To the listen old to. school Static X man. I mean, like it, your heart. It's hard. Like it was hard to beat those. Like I mean, that was like my first like real taste of like heavy, fast, like just metal for metal's sake. Right. I mean, but it's like more industrial. <laughs> But oh, not, it's not, definitely industrial. But not like Nine Inch Nails industrial. Like no, no. Like, do you ever hear Edema? Yeah, I loved Edema. Yeah, Edema. Edema was good when I was a kid, oh, dude. Gosh. I loved Edema, <laughs> and I, I discovered them through uh, Mortal Kombat. Actually, oh, really? Yeah, they, they. It was on. Um, what was the name of that Mortal Kombat game? I, I don't remember, but it was like a hidden music video on it. Yeah, with the song Immortal. By edema and i was like this is badass uh-huh. and then my buddy's older brother is like that shit's fucking stupid turn that <laughs> off but then my, it but was the, elliot dude it was elliot oh my gosh. yeah it was, it was elliot. elliot he goes that shit's stupid like so i like i'm pretty sure all i listened to his rap dude like he had like snoop dogg and like ll cool j and shit yeah but i was like this this is fucking awesome i think it was like six or seven when i heard that song mm-hmm. you know yeah and like that like i didn't really like 
the way you that, like it. I didn't really like that song. Yeah, that you know, song. get into Babe. other music off way of that back in until the day. later. But Trust it was, Company, Adima. it was good, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the early two thousands metal, like or like like mainstream metal of like Edema, Trust Company. Um, Breaking Benjamin. I never really got into Breaking Benjamin all that much, but like there, there was bra- old but like, Breaking Benjamin. But like is so good. But some of the like so a lot of these newer bands like wouldn't really exist without that. Like you were saying, like mm. without some of those forerunners. But like yeah, Slipknot too. Like that he- like the heavier stuff. But like some of those bands kind of went pretty dark and heavy. Meshuggah did. Oh, Meshuggah did. Those guys like, are just the shit. Those guys are so good. <laughs> but Mudvayne. I mean, old I'm, school Mudvayne. I'm, I'm not a dig. I'm not a huge Mudvayne fan. Really? Yeah. I have you listened to them? Like their old stuff? Like I I don't dislike them. I I let me put. I don't go out of my way to listen to Mudvayne. Like I don't even think I have any in my library. Really? Yeah. Just, yeah it's that. just not something I've ever like kind of delved into. Like I I can't. I don't. I've heard like two songs, and I'm like I don't really want. I can't form an opinion. Fairly you listen to Happy. Happy is like... I've heard that song a million times. Happy's awesome. That's yeah. what, like their best song. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I Do you like Ghost? I they, do they're like, not really no, metal. No, I do like I, I do like the one song that... Um, what is it? Square Hammer? No. The one Dance that was... Dance Macabre? Dance Macabre. Yeah. Um, I, I love that song. Ka- That's Ka- literally Ka- like probably like the catchiest... Like it's so metal good, wrong metal song of like all time. Like you you listen to that song and you're it's not even a banger. It just is like hell yeah, it's good. Like it just is that song is good. The like that album I really like. You don't like the song Majesty or Square Hammer or I, I, haven't, I haven't really okay. I've listened to that whole album once, and, twice. Oh no, like multiple times, multiple times, multiple times. And I do and I love that album. Outside of that album, I have not listened to Ghost. Right. Oh, the, just, so pre prequel. You haven't. I've never really gotten into them. I, I just Meliora is a good one. You I, should check. That I get one in, out. I get onto kicks, and I like right now. Like I don't know. I'm, I was listening to God the other night. I, my like my guilty pleasure is female fronted like pop rock bands. Oh yeah. So like against the current and pop pop rock bands. Female Par- Paramore like mm-hmm. Paramore style like yeah. Um, like, pop pop punk is just my guilty pleasure period. Pop punk is a, is yeah. a guilty pleasure. Yeah. My, no, my guilty my actual guilty pleasure. I'm going to expose myself here. My actual guilty pleasure. Here we go. 2000, 2010s pop queens. Oh, it, pop queens. Pop queens. Katy like, Perry, Lady Gaga. Funny, okay, so to funny like, enough on on Katy on Katy Perry, I was really surprised that one of the first Warp tours that I had gone to, she was there. She played literally right before Bring Me the Horizon. Like, just to put things into perspective, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so just a quick side note on that yeah, one. No, I, <clears throat> I've loved Katy Perry since. There are a few like you, the, like, do you like Taylor between, Swift. I do like the. That's new, not the, the same camp. The new T Sweezy album. T-Sweezy. I'm on. Um, what is it? Um, I can't remember the name of it. I listened to it. It's it's good. It's not her normal stuff. It's not her normal like poppy, you know, sunshine music. It's more dark. Like the lyrics are a lot darker. She you talks like a lot Lana about Del Rey? suicide. I I do like some Fearless. of her stuff. Fearless. I do like some of Lana Del Rey's stuff. Um, I'm I'm talking more of like the, I'm a like, fan of Lana. We're like, gonna talk like, about female fronted bands. We like, need to jump straight to fucking Spirit Box. Oh, Spirit Box. Spirit Box. Courtney Laplante is just spearheading Argu- the whole thing right now. Oh, yeah. dude, they are the most Courtney underrated yeah. band in metal. 
right now. I wouldn't say underrated. I'd say Courtney LaPlan is probably arguably one of the best metal vocalists. They're very period. up and coming. Like, like yeah, men included. Yeah, yeah men I would included. say men included. Like, yeah. there are guys who are very accomplished, but when you look at what Courtney, Courtney LaPlan's been able to do with her voice and just like her marketing ability and to be able to mm. do it with I Wrestled a Bear once and then turn around and do it with Spirit Box. Like, right. and, and the fact that it's her and her husband, uh, Mike Stringer. Like, the, like, so they, they, there's like this dynamic duo that can literally any hour of the day, like crank out, like whatever ideas they have together yeah. and just right. flesh it out. So they have like a perfect system going it's like for them. Pure symbiosis. Dude. Yeah. If you ever listen to like the, like the vocalist reaction videos, there's a few on Courtney LaPlante. Oh yeah. That, They're that, all like, people, away. people react to her vocals on any of her songs and they're like, you like people don't normal people don't do this right like, normal right. people aren't able to go from the range of singing that she does to like the screaming and her screams are just top they're, tier dude i mean they're amazing so good and, and it's and it's so cool that there's someone like her right now in the game because i i think it's important that like people on either end whether they're heavy music listeners or like you know just regular music listeners or whatever i think it's important that they have some sort of doorway to enter and exit into the the other realm kind mm-hmm. of that way they're not stuck in a in a rut of one music style and for her to be out there where she she's got pipes dude when she's singing oh, regularly dude, and there is not and then a bad screams, spirit box song. There's not a single, not bad, a spirit single bad spirit box song. Yeah. Like, the, the the first time I heard a female metal vocalist scream was the band Straight Line Stitch. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of Straight Line Stitch? Uh, I don't know that I have. Um, I think the first time I ever heard it was probably Otep. I, oh, I remember Otep, Otep or but Arch she didn't really Enemy. scream. Mm. Arch Enemy, she screams. Oh, she Arch, but I yeah. wasn't really into Arch Enemy all that Not much. Me either, but I'm saying that was the first time I was like, holy shit. I didn't even know women could do this. Mm. You know um, what I mean? Like, this, I had no idea. I thought it was like a dude exclusive thing. Yeah. For real. I did, because like, I was like 14. You you would fi- you would maybe figure that, like, just the, the vocals, of, like, would be different of some sort. But yeah, it's really impressive when they're able to just bang out some sick, nasty vocals right, like right. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of the song from Straight Line Stitch that she did that was like, Oh gosh, it was so good. Yeah, maybe adult cinema, or I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, the I mean, straight. She was awesome. She was this black chick with like dreads and swinging them around the uh-huh. stage like she was awesome. Heck yeah. yeah, and then and then the next one I saw I saw him live was Walls of Jericho. Mm. Oh, you remember Walls of Jericho? Do you I've heard of Walls of Jericho. I've well, never. They were to they did they they toured so her so I can't remember her name. She's married to Dave Peters from Throwdown. Oh, that's okay. her husband. And they did a tour with Throwdown years and years ago. It was like Walls of Jericho, Throwdown, and Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Heck yeah. It was like the most brutal tour. It was so awesome. And I remember watching um, Walls of Jericho being like, holy shit, this girl can freaking wail. But right. it's grown so much since mm. then. Like, as far as like, I mean, like she was okay. You could tell she was a woman screaming. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, like it ha- definitely had. It's that, a different like, tone for sure. That wail to it, yeah. and like, and I mean, like I gave her mad. Like I couldn't do that. Like, could you imagine doing that every night? Like my vocal cords would be shredded. Dude. It's hard. Yeah, like yeah. it's so hard. But like, but then to watch the progression and watch Courtney Laplante do it, what she's doing, like, dude, she can hold her own with any dude. Yeah. Oh God, dude, she is, dude. she is amazing, and it's and it's also a matter of she's she's been in the game for so long too. Like I would actually say because she's been around for so long, my first exposure to a female sing slash scream vocalist was probably her in I Wrestle a Bear once back in the day. I love and Russell like since since they've been around for so long, like she's just gotten so much insight into the industry and whatnot. And I'm just really happy that after all that time, like 
uh, sure they had like their their they made their moves in in that project, but I'm really happy that this is like putting them on more of a pedestal currently because yeah. they're just crushing it. Dude, she's got like sixty seven thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, I mean, like she's getting huge, dude. Yeah, and rightfully yeah. so. Rightfully yeah, she so. dude, she is super talented. Mm. Like just amazing, out of this world talented. Yeah. Yeah, I love Dude, that. like, and then they had Rio, Ryu, Rio, oh, Rio yeah. Yeah. Crystal Lake. From, oh my gosh, Crystal dude, Lake, dude. There's a metal show that, like, have if, you seen if we Crystal get to Lake do, Live? If, I haven't, dude. We, see, we, we I almost, did. Did, almost did with you. Remember? I was supposed to, but then I think I backed out at the last second for some reason. Like I'm a, with Northland and Currents and Era because yeah, I'm a pussy and I probably dude. That, was, oh, that yeah. was my favorite show I've ever been to. Yeah, that was a that, that was, was a great Crystal show. Lake. I want to see them live so bad, dude. Like when. North Lane so started playing Talking Heads. I thought the fucking floor was gonna fall in. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody's just bouncing, dude. I love it. Oh, I yeah, I was the best. <laughs> I was, I I ran into him there. I didn't even know he was going. I ran into Zach there, really, <laughs> and I was like, hey. "Holy shit, dude!" It's like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, this is amazing. This is this night could not get any better. This is cool. And do you like what Currents opened right? Yeah, it was Currents, and then Crystal Lake, and then, and Crystal then, Lake Era, and then Era, and then North Lane. Yeah, that was such a good lineup. That oh, was, Era, dude, dude. That was easily the best show I've ever seen. Oh, and, and let's, do, let's do top three then. Let's answer the do what you were gonna do, and then let's do top three shows. Oh, I was just with us talking about Era. I was about to get into that, but honestly, I I love that thought too because um, yeah, let's let's top let's, three let's shows of all time. I mean, I could talk about Era. I have my own opinions about Jesse Cash that we've talked about before, Dougie, via text, <laughs> and we've had our disagreements about. I I love Jesse Cash. I'm just saying it, I prefer Periphery more I than think Era. Jesse Cash is arguably the most underrated songwriter in metal right now. What do you think? Do you know Jesse Cash? He huh? knows Jesse Cash yeah, from Era. Yeah. yeah, the Jesse Cash. He does guitar go, player. He he has the other band Ghost Atlas. That's like Ghost Atlas is pretty good. Ghost Atlas is. Let's say, I've bomb. been really impressed by their new stuff, but I'm not a huge fan of their back catalog. Gotcha. Really, I've been listening to Era since the beginning. I love Era. I think I came in around JT entry era. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's when I came yeah. in. Yeah, and I I love Era, but they're they're kind of forgettable though. To me, they have a lot of filler. Yeah, I love you know, them, but like, like they're one of those bands I, I would never put them. But in most my, like, bands are filler, top like, five, you know, top ten. I would never put them there, but like they're, I mean, they write some solid bangers. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. But I right. think Jesse Cash is like, I mean, is arguably one of the best songwriters. I mean, mm. the guy writes some freaking awesome songs. Oh yeah, evidenced by Ghost Atlas. I mean, I just, I guess, I'm just a fan of Ghost Atlas. But <laughs> all right, let's, Back to let's the, yeah, top, top three. three yeah. favorite. Or do you shows. want to do like top four or five? What? Hey, like, just just we'll we'll keep it three to five. We'll keep it three yeah, to five. For three, three to five because I've been to a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's and, and if we even need a cycle around since like to to think about it, we could do no, that too. So whatever works. Go. Um, shit, I could get it rolling exactly. in that case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll get it rolling. This one I was really stoked about. I loved it for more reasons than a hundred. <laughs> it was uh it was August Burns Red headlining. It was uh, uh Texas in July. Or no, they weren't on it. That was a different one. Uh, August Burns Red, Sky Eats Airplane, Greeley Estates. And oh God, uh, really and a sky oh, and a skylit drive. Uh, oh, okay. so Dude, so that okay. It was, was it was just a really like really solid lineup, and it was kind of I, I like it when a bill for a night is kind of a gradual progression. So you start with like something like moderately heavy, and then it slowly ramps up over the night, and then you have like August Burns Red in the end. So mm. loved it for that reason. Just a great vibe, and actually that was 
that was the show where right before I got my first lesson with Matt. So I was really stoked about it for that reason too. He's uh, the nicest Matt's the, guy. Matt's the, the, the best drummer in metal. Period. Like, End best, of story. Best drummer, Matt nicest Griner. dude. Like th- that guy's just but so cool. Better than him. Matt Garska. Yes. Better than Matt Halpern. Yes. Matt Garska is the best. Actually, I think no. Matt Garska is the best. Matt Griner is just—he's the best. He's. Metal let's he's, just put. Let's just. Okay, it's the holy trinity of Matts. <laughs> One cannot exist without the other. It's just like it's out of this world. It's from Pluto for all I care, but they, I'm not going to compare those three. Yeah, if you, it's hard to off the table for me because they're okay. all so good. Yeah. You know? So if you wanted to find, if you wanted to create a superhero drummer out of three guys, you just smash melt those three, them all together. three together, and, and then you yep. have it. Yeah. I mean, Matt Griner's just so tight. He's he's so precise, and then Matt Garska so is so technically savvy. And then have you ever Matt, seen Animals as Leaders live? Yes, it was have, the have most you? flawless no. show I've ever seen in my life. This. Dude, he had a fan blowing on him the whole time. Like he's just it was, he the, just, it was the middle dude. it was like December. That, and he's just sitting there and the fan was just blowing on him and he's just ripping, dude. What he's you know, doing he's just shredding. I, I hear it. Dude, that guy is is ridiculous. Okay. He's okay. insane. All right. So August so, Burns Red, Sky Eats Airplane. That's your number really, one. That that was that was one of my top three okay, experiential okay. wise okay. show and everything kind of okay. surrounding it. Okay. Really good show. You wanna go? I, I Where do you want me to go? You go, Dougie. Okay, so summer 2019, dude. <laughs> we we went to the go. This isn't my favorite show, but this is up there. I mean, it's in as the far top. as like experiences go, okay, it's probably the best say. one because I met. So I met Jared Dines, which was pretty cool. Pretty yeah. fucking cool. And I'm was, like, and I'm sitting there like. That we're walking by, Doug. He's like, "There's Jared Dines." I'm like, "Jared, fucking who?" Yeah, and he's, <laughs> he's like, "What?" I was like, "Dude, you don't know who the fuck Jared Dines is?" And I was <laughs> like, I, "I mean, I think I maybe have watched like some video with that dude before. Like, he's actually like, you're gonna stop and talk to him? Who the fuck is it? Like, he's pretty like, cool, dude, yeah. man. Like, he, he was nice. Yeah, yeah he's and, he uh, like a good but dude. so we we went to the Ghost Inside's like first show back. Oh, nice yeah. in Los Angeles, dude. Mm. And, and like, and I and I think it like it's in my top favorite shows because of the whole weekend like not just a concert oh god that's yeah. not get started but that's a long story I don't it, know, it was so fun <laughs> it, it, was, it was great <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so good but like dude it like the second they came on and the first note just pumped through the speakers i mean ten thousand fans dude, dude you would have thought there was a fucking sinkhole going on in california uh-huh. in los angeles because i mean dude that crowd just opened up i've never seen anything like it Two and of the literally the biggest circle pits you'll ever see, dude. Just oh my god, oh my there's god. like four or five of them, dude. Like throughout the stadium, just, dude. The, I had to like lot, step back. Like, I was like, as I, I, I almost got sucked in it. I was like, I will die in there. Yeah. I got, I, I got sucked in a couple of times. Made it around a few times. There, there, <laughs> there are some was, shows that are legitimately scary, but dude, like, <laughs> it was just cool, like seeing oh, them back, dude. Like I was like, this oh, yeah. is this is badass. Like after mm. a bus accident that. Dude, those guys just, are champions. I mean, it that, wrecked yeah. those guys. And I was just like, this is amazing, dude. Like, wound up making some friends, dude. Like, yeah. We're like standing there. And my, like, these people, they're friends now. But like, they're like, do you guys just say Colorado? And we're like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, we live in Denver, you know? And Steve's like, oh, fuck, dude. We live in BV. And the guys, they're like, do we go up there all the time? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's Come like, in. we meet all the way out in Los Angeles at this show. And there was like yeah. a whole group of us. There was like six dudes just standing there. all, And we were just all like. All from Colorado. All from Colorado. Yeah. And like none of them, like I think I think Chris was there with Elliot and that other dude. And Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, yeah. And then you and I. And then there was like another random dude, I think, that was part of the picture or something like that that we took at the end that was, ended up being from Colorado too. But like. 
we I mean we made friends with with Chris and Elliot and like we've been to shows with them. Yeah. Like one of the coolest experiences it was I've cool, ever it was I've sweet. ever yep, had yeah. the experience of, of being a part of that was a those yeah. That would mm. probably that I'll that, I'll count that as my one of mine too. Yeah, yeah that was that was good. That was good, dude. That was a good experience, man. That was just cool to like I mean I had never I I had heard of people traveling for shows before, like you know, like yeah, you know, that like you go watch those. Never done that. First time I'd ever like. I mean, I'd gone to Denver, Colorado Springs, but like, but never like hop on a plane, hop on a plane to go watch state. one of your favorite yeah. bands. And like, we were gonna do it for Boston until COVID. But don't get me started. Yeah, we were gonna go to Boston and watch them because then they were gonna play there. But anyways, yeah, that that show. Um, it was cool, man. It definitely one of my one of my tops. Yeah. Uh, my my, um, I think. Um, for me, I think one of my tops was definitely, I saw years ago. So most of mine are going to come from like before y'all's time, but, um, all of them, even when we went to warp tour together, I I don't know that I, I don't know that I would say "Eh, maybe knife out of my back. Maybe not. (laughs) I don't know. We, um, no, I went to years ago. I went, I had been listening to Norma Jean for years and had never seen them live. And they came through and they had switched singers from Josh Skogan to, um, is it Corey, Corey, Corey Brandon, Corey Brandon. Yeah. Controversial opinion. I thought Josh Skogan was better in chariot. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So it was the, literally the first tour, um, not the first tour, but it was the first tour. It was, um, in flames, which by the way, you ever get a chance to see in flames live uh-huh. one of the most tight i can believe sets that yeah. you can i mean they are so tight it's so technical the dudes are just professionals been doing it forever and like just like in flames is on point mm. every song they don't miss a note they don't miss a lyric they're just like boom on point what's his name um bjorn something around i can't remember their lead singer that dude can freaking rip. Yeah, he's got pipes. Dude, they um, did a song with Pendulum, that electronic band. Yeah. Yeah, they did a song with them on the deluxe version, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. They did. So that was their, they were supporting Come Clarity, that album. I remember that specifically. That's like like their best album for sure. Come Clarity is just awesome. But they were touring in support of that. And then they had Norma Jean touring with The Chariot. Mm. So, so it was In Flames, Norma Jean, The Chariot, and The Handshake Murders. And um, the so the in, the delicate interweave of all three of these bands minus In Flames, okay. So in, take In Flames out, but obviously the connection between um, the Chariot and um, Norma Jean. Mm-hmm. But then the Handshake Murders was actually Corey Brandon's band okay. from way way back. They had a new vocalist, so it was like these three bands had like shared vocalists. It's like all in the family, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. And so like literally. Um, uh, um, Josh Gogan gets up on stage to sing after their set. Um, he gets up on stage with Norman Jean to sing Memphis will be laid to waste mm-hmm. with Norman Jean that end and especially. literally like blows the roof off the place. Like he, like if you've been to the black <laughs> sheep in, in Colorado Springs, you know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Like he literally Josh Gogan climbs in, into the rafters at the black sheep. Like he is crawling around in the rafters. The mic, he snakes the microphone up. He literally is like in the rafters and it's the, the microphone's like hanging down and he's like hanging upside down from his knees. Yeah. Like by his knees, like screaming into the microphone during Memphis laid, Memphis will be laid to waste. I'm so and bummed like, I never saw those guys live. Like oh. the chariot and Norma Jean, like that is like, uh, it like seared into my memory. That show. Right. Oh my right. gosh, dude. Jeez. All right. So. There you go. That was like the craziest because Josh Skogan is like he he goes batshit crazy on stage. Have you ever seen oh, yeah. like I'm sure if you ever get to go 68 
go watch 68, like it'd be the same thing. He right. just, he, Josh Scogan goes just ape shit on stage. Right. He's a performer and yeah. it's awesome. Um, so, all right, Zach. Uh, one other that sticks out to me. Uh, I don't know if y'all have ever been to a show at the Masquerade in Atlanta. I don't think it's open anymore, uh, but it's like very, very popular venue. I, I'm a huge fan of it. I love it to death. So one thing that's that's uh, that's very unique about it is so there's three different levels to it. You have up up high, there's heaven, and then you go down a flight of stairs and you're in a middle section called purgatory, and then you go down another section and you're in an area called hell. Um, and I, I went to a show there once before and I went to go see, I think it was Contortionist and Tesseract up in heaven. Oh, and I was already just stoked for that alone. Uh, but then I realized that they like kind of opened the stairway down to any other shows going on and down in hell was, Oh wait, so there were three shows. So they were like on? different. So it almost felt like a festival where you could kind of bob and weave in between sets and go to see whatever band down below. There was like Acacia strain and, uh, counterparts and so so the whole night it was like you know i got like this vibey kind of ethereal like uh like prog metal down below you have some like like i don't know kind of more hardcore vibes so it was kind of like a real nice like tasting platter for the evening so really dug that and uh yeah like just i i just kind of dig any opportunities like that to kind of get a full palette of like different different vibes in one one place so that was a really good show for me yeah, that's pretty dope, dude. I yeah. didn't. I so I thought at first you were talking about just like it was like three floors of seating. Yeah, that's like, what no, I thought I too. Didn't, like, I didn't oh, think like it was like three fucking like, different shows. Heaven is on. like you can look down on everything, and then like the purgatory is like oh, you can like stand and watch. Then hell's like the pit. Yeah, so, yeah, that's so, where you're like getting meant. killed. Yeah. yeah, so for clarity, <laughs> it's it's three different venues. They're just they're just kind of laid out differently to where like there are different shows going on, and it's just I don't think Masquerade is open anymore. I think they like tore it down or something and that bums me out because that was actually one of my favorite shows touring was at the masquerade uh but yeah that place was just super cool you could like they had multiple shows going on and like just banger banger on literally on top of banger that's (laughs) so yeah that was that was have you listened to have you listened to white moth black butterfly what's Uh, the dude from tesseract the lead vocalist what's his name uh is it dan uh dan What was it? Tompkins? Dan Tompkins. That's right. Yeah, his, his that's his side project is White Moth Black Butterfly. Oh, I haven't heard that. I'm not. Um, to... It's not metal at all. That's Do that's not, fine. It's I... like it's actually I found it on the Northern Spirits playlist on um, Spotify. It's like you know, I mean, it's um, what is it, like Scandinavian, like oh, that's awesome. And honestly, I'm cool with that because like oh, I, I have him in the in the heavy context already. So now to hear him outside of that in a different yeah, you context, give, I, so I White Moth Black best, Butterfly. I listen to. I think the best side project. That's not heavy ever by a singer is the Black Queen. Oh, yeah. Black Queen. Greg Pucciata, Greg, dude. Greg, oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, that guy. But did you listen to Dillinger Escape Plan, his original band? Yeah. I mean, you only, you probably only know him, Greg Pucciato, from um, whatever side project he did with, um, what's his dude? What's with Max Cavalera? Mm-hmm. No, you know that I, side I, project? No. He, uh, that's like all he does is side projects. I've, I've um, heard Dillinger. Oh, DEP? Yeah, not like, not yeah, a sick. lot, but if you, I mean, that's a. I'm surprised because if you are into that kind of like proggy, like North Lane, that kind of style of music, you would love DEP. I'm yeah. surprised you've not really gotten into them. I, yeah, I haven't delved. They're definitely a little more mathy. I feel yeah, like right, yeah. right. 
Mm. I struggle yeah. with math rock a little bit. I love math yeah, rock. When you're sitting there bobbing, trying to figure out the time signature, <laughs> right, it's so much yeah. fun, especially as a drummer. <laughs> trying to headbang to it, you're like, <laughs> wait, wait, half, yeah. half, half beat okay, there. Half. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, I definitely struggle with math rock. <clears throat> yeah. Like, that Black Bubblegum. If you listen to DEP, you got to listen to Black Bubblegum or mm. Milk Lizard. Those are their two best, like, I think they're two best songs. Yeah. Um, Milk Lizard and Black Bubblegum. Yeah. Black Bubblegum. Mm. One one interesting question, I because I think we're I think we're moving along on time right now too. <laughs> one, one interesting question, as long as we're talking about our favorite shows that we've had, we've obviously been hanging tight for the last year and a half almost to to see live music again. What would be the most banging lineup for you to see oh, as soon as things open up? Like if you could have your dream your dream package come through, what would it be? In uh, this moment, like based on who you're listening to, who you would be vibing I, with right now. Can I throw you a curveball? Go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> it could be it'll be out of left field. It'll be out of left field. It's One of two options. Metal bands. One of two options. Okay. <laughs> One of two options would yeah. be Black Queen and Hundredth together. Uh and like that would be that would be a tight show, dude. Like just so odd. like just everything I've ever ever wanted. And maybe White White Moth, Back Butterfly, and also Sights and Sounds. Hmm. Those three. Sights and Sounds. Is what's his name? Andrew from Comeback Kid. Um, what's his name? Andrew, the lead singer from Comeback Kid. If you ever listen to Comeback Kid, old school Canadian hardcore band. Um, but he did a band called Sights and Sounds with his brother that's just like legit, um, not metal y. It's kind of alternative y. But yeah. <clears throat> those 100th Black Queen and Sights and Sounds would be like my, but what would trump that probably? I told Leslie the other day if he comes out to, to Colorado to tour we're going no matter what mm. is Tyler Childers and Luke Combs. Oh, yeah. I invite you to Tyler Childers that time. I know. Yeah. I couldn't uh-huh. go. Yep. I couldn't go. <laughs> I've seen him, dude. He's good. That was, dude, Tyler Childers and Luke Combs. I've never like, seen so many good looking women in my life. Oh gosh, dude. I mean, it's just all in. over the place. <laughs> Country concert. Oh God. Yeah. See, yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the, they're all about metal bands. They all share the same political beliefs as you, but not the same religious beliefs. Probably. Nobody shares the same. Any beliefs with me, Steve? I think that's been our discussion before. That's what I think that's been our discussion before. Like, Dougie, you're sort of a unicorn here. So, right. Yeah. You sort of a unicorn. Yeah. Charlie the unicorn. Where are my fucking kidneys? Where are my organs? Oh, they took my freaking kidneys. Oh, they took my freaking kidneys. Come to the Magic Mountain, Charlie. Charlie. Did you, did you say your dream lineup? Did you go? Yeah, you did. No, honestly, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Honestly, I. It's been such a long time that I'm like. I want to see it all. I, I like. I asked the question, and I, I honestly don't even have an answer. There's like so many people I'd want to see. Let's do a Sounds of the Underground man, or tour just, again. Man, I like. <laughs> I honestly just. I forget what I would want to. It's been just too long. <laughs> what happened to me? <laughs> so I'm not even sure. Like I, I mean, would want to see. What are you everything. into right now? Like what right, are you right now? I think if I was to see anything as weird as this sounds, I think the thing that I'd be most interested in it would probably be something outside the realm of of metal. Uh, I listen to kind of like, as I was saying earlier, I, I've been listening to mostly a lot of like, uh, lo-fi music mm. and I know that there's a lot of digital music producers that they do like a one person thing. They'll do like, you know, loop and build song type thing. I want to go see like those done in a bigger, in a bigger setting mm. and have like back to back of those kind of artists. Cause it's like, especially after having all this time of like, you're not able to kind of like work so closely with other people, like. I'm sure anyone that was doing that kind of music making before has like really had the opportunity to, you know, like sharpen their chops at that. So 
I would just be super curious to see Na- that. In a name life. one of the bigger. So one acts. that I know, one that I know in particular is, uh, and she's she's bigger. She's actually a. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're married, but she's. I know she's Elon Musk's baby mama. Grimes. Uh, Grimes. Yeah. yeah. I remember first seeing her like doing some some stuff in that line of you know she's like literally sitting cross legged on the on the floor with just instruments and microphones all around her, and she's just like adding this, then this, and this, and I just think that's super cool. And it's like, I think coming from a drummer perspective of you having to kind of use like this limb to do this and this and so on and so forth and multitasking like to produce a sound. I'm just fascinated because that's like the same principle applied mm. in a new way that that like I've that. never really like witnessed before. So, like so that. I'd like to see some of that in a live setting. That'd be super dope. Heck yeah! But I definitely want to see a lot of metal music too. <laughs> I want to see a bunch of sweaty dudes throwing punches. I want to hell yeah, you know, <laughs> all hell that. Yeah. If you had to pick a metal band, um, so right right now, if I was to see a metal band live, oh man, oh holy smokes. Honestly, I'd probably fall like not like they have anything new out or anything like that right now. But I'd I'd want to see animals as leaders again right now. Oh, I I just I always return to to what Matt Garska is doing, and I just if I could see that again live, I'd be happy about it. Right, I'd be tight. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dougie, you're up, dude. For me, and this, I mean, this tour would never happen. But like, I'd like to see uh, Thornhill. Yep. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Black Tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. North Lane again. Um, cattle Decap, probably. Jeez. Um, Thired as Murder, dude. Oh, that's Architects kind of on there. Um, this dude, is a festival you're describing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like that, that's this is like of, three or four stages. Right. Um, <clears throat> probably August Burns Red, dude. Like those guys play a super tight show. I mean, like they don't yeah. miss a lick, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, dude anything at this point you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i don't care what it is i gotta hear some live fucking music i'm losing it over here you know like i'm going <laughs> stir crazy dude i used to go to like four or five shows a year yeah dude, like kyle and i were going to denver all the time yeah or like even the black sheep dude and now it's just like pff, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Pop yeah yeah it'll open back up soon yeah, yeah. i think it will I mean, you can't stay close forever right mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. I feel bad for those for the artists that are trying to make it, like and the venues, dude, like in the venues, yeah. but oh, more yeah. so. I mean, the venues, those people, like I mean, they they've made money hand over fist off those artists for years and years right, and years. Right. They'll, they'll be fine. Yeah, the, I mean, an, uh, other venues will pop up in their place if they had to close down. Like that's that that doesn't break my heart as much as it does the artists, the people that are like the creators that are trying to do this thing. Like, yeah, right, sucks for them, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the bands that are coming out with new music, like. Fit for a King and stuff like that. The yeah. new albums during COVID. Like, dude, like they haven't been able to tour to support that album. I feel so bad for those guys. Right, right. Like, Meshuggah's doing a new one right now. Oh, they're, yeah. I think they're in studio. Really? Mm, right. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I I've, I just came up with a lineup, actually. I like I just had to remember who I've been listening to recently. Three in particular that I'd love to see live. Okay. Okay. Alpha Wolf. Oh, hell yeah. Polaris. Oh, Polaris. And, and Pathogen. Pathogen is actually... Pathogen. Pathogen, their drummer is the best new drummer that I've heard in in years. Like this dude is so just tasteful and just crazy. Like Who did you say your favorite drummer? You said Travis Tra- Orban. Travis right? Orban is okay. is by far my favorite. He was in Periphery. He he Wasn't was he? he was briefly in Periphery and briefly in uh, Sky Eats Airplane. So right. okay. and now he does mostly studio stuff, but that guy is like just just a, 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 just an animal. Um, okay, I think these guys have shown up in my um, yeah. discovery list before. I would love to <clears throat> see Polaris live. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Um, Dude, I wish I could go back and see Attack Attack live. Saw Mice and Men play in my garage for like two weeks before their first show. Right. <laughs> you, were you around back then, Kyle? It was right around your time. I, was, no, I, I, don't, I didn't ever catch them, but do happen to have their first bass sitting on my wall. Was that like from Nate or something like that? Yeah. It was yeah. Uh, yeah. Sh- that, a that shitty fucking tight. Ibanez. Oh, right? yeah. Dude, Ibanez. Was a sh- yeah, has a piece of green... They, that that thing is a piece it. of shit. Dude, but you yeah, know what? Cool. It's memorabilia. Yeah. yeah like honestly. literally, like you have Nate you, gave uh, that to me, dude, and then I gave it to Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh-huh. that I remember. Do you, I don't know that we were friends. I think you were probably in middle school back when that happened. We had it was we had, 2010, so I was probably like a sophomore. Yeah. We had freshman maybe. We had of mice and men jam in our garage for like two weeks before their first show. Yeah. And it was like like literally like every teenager's dream, like the little girls would come over and they'd be like, Oh my gosh. Like my wife was leading young life at the time. And they'd be like, they're so cute. And then like the boys would be like, Oh yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Metal band <laughs> jamming it. But then I saw, I mean, I saw mice and men probably 10 times. I See, I never saw them. Like I'm going to kick times. myself in the ass for that. Cause every, every life. time, every time they came through, Austin would reach out and be like, Hey, do you want tickets? Like, yeah, sure. I'll take some tickets. And then like, dude, they're like their first album, the self-titled, and the flood are like two of my favorite albums ever. Like yeah, it's, good especially albums. the flood. Yeah, the flood had some straight bangers on it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I love. I mean, of mice and men, like their first album, second in Sebring, and then um, restoring force. I think are my two favorite. Restoring force had some freaking kick ass songs on it. It did. And then since, yeah. and then after Austin left, like they've continued to put out just awesome music. And then obviously Beartooth yeah. with Caleb Shomo, like yeah, X Attack Attack. Beartooth. What do you think of the new Attack there. Attack song? I liked it. Yeah, to be honest with you, I really liked it. I wish they would put out more. Right. Um, I kind of want to taste. I wonder who I haven't. I haven't researched enough. I thought about it the other day because I heard it came on my Spotify for some. Is reason. Is it Wetzel and, and Whiting again? The Andrews? I haven't seen who's doing it. Yeah, I haven't looked on Spotify or anywhere to see who's actually making the mu- the new music for Attack Attack. But they, I mean, they, I mean, they were cool dudes. I remember having a conversation with them when they were, you know, I'm like, they were literally like teenagers, right? And like here I am, like this, you know early 20s dude and like they're like playing metal shows like jamming out on stage and here i am like jamming out with them like it was pretty fun it was pretty cool right they were the guys that first um introduced me to god um to god no (laughs) not those guys (laughs) to god uh oh god forever the sickest kids okay yeah oh dude yeah the men in black cover did you ever hear that on uh-huh. punk goes crunk, dude. No, that's probably. Oh, I bet song, you I probably actually, did. Dude. I bet you I have heard it. Yeah, they no. stopped doing those, didn't they? Punk goes whatever punk goes volume. Boom. Yeah, they stopped doing those. Huh? Pop goes punk or punk goes pop. Or whatever. Pop goes, pop goes punk. Yeah. yeah, that was what it was. Yeah. yeah, they were good for a minute. They were good. They filled a void, but then yeah, I think anymore the musical genres have just kind of. I mean, they've they've melded so much now that I mean, right. You look at like Ghost Bane and stuff like that, like the things well, that did, Ghost uh, Bane's doing. Eskimo like, Cowboys, like kind of like the new Attack Attack. I'd been yeah. seeing that. You recently. ever heard Eskimo Cowboys? I, I, oh, yeah. I watched one video and it was so interesting. It for, was, was it for crystals it was, or hypa hypa? It was like something with like ninjas or something. I think it was hypa hypa. <laughs> was it, was it, ninjas it was a little hypa-hypa? bit ago. Too. Or is that uh, that one? They're dressed up like. It's like eighties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hypa hypa, they yeah, do some interesting, hilarious. Stuff. Crystals, hypa hypa rips. I don't give a fuck. If, if you listen to, if you listen to crystals, uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Uh, that that out that song is pretty freaking dope. Dude, you yeah. remember Shreddy Krueger? Shreddy Krueger back Dude. in the day. Did you ever Shreddy, Shreddy Krueger? No, I never. Shreddy yeah, Krueger. They band. were they were awesome. I uh-huh. I followed. God, the, that Shreddy Krueger was like the like third band in a line of bands that I followed for a lot of years. That like broke up and some semblance of it would reassemble into another band and then that band would break up and then reassemble into another band that eventually became Shreddy Krueger. And I think it traced all the way back to. Oh my god! I can't what band remember. was that? Like Years Sail the Seven was one of the bands that broke up and then eventually became Shreddy Krueger, and then Shreddy Krueger I think broke up and I think they've just kind of drifted off into different bands, but I haven't followed them as much. But yeah, Shreddy Krueger. Dude, the worst band for like jam. breakup shit was easily Woe Is Me. Oh God, yeah. guys in and out of that band. Yeah, I don't dude. think they have any like, original members. Straight drama. Sure. I don't even think it's a band anymore. I it's think always interesting done. when there's bands like that where it's like by no the time you get to them, it's like oh, there's like no original. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's always an interesting thing. Yeah, I think Chelsea Grin doesn't have any original members. Oh really? I, huh. I don't. I think Dave's the oldest member. I'm not sure he's been original. I, th- I thought pa- I thought Pablo was for some reason, but no, he yeah. came in on the Evolve EP. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, uh, Andrew to... Carlston for the first two albums. Mm. Yeah. Talk about if you ever want to talk about Chelsea Grin history, Dougie's your guy. He probably knows every. Oh yeah, honest to goodness. I wrote, I wrote I wrote an encyclopedia mm. on, on Chelsea, Chelsea Grin. Grin. <laughs> yeah. He's the aficionado. He's got you yeah. covered on all things Chelsea Grin. Yeah, I no. fucking love Chelsea Grin though, dude. Like they play out there. They, they write good music. bangers out. They, Dude, they'll write some bangers. Yeah, too. and then and then like from listening to them and hearing what what Tom Barber does, and then moving Dude, into Darko. Darko, Dude, holy smokes! When I first Dude. heard when I first heard Insects, I was like, "What am I listening to?" Remember <laughs> I showed you? Did I show you that? Yeah, you you I think you I had, sent it to you. You'd sent that to me, and I was like, "Oh, I see this," but I I, I haven't like clicked he's to like check it out at any the point. Fucking microphone in the video. Dude. I mean, like he's just. That song like, is just so cool. Have you it's listened to cool Darko? Song. No, I haven't. Oh, they're oh, t- dude, you're in really? for a treat. Okay, bro. I'll, I'll yeah. check it out. It's a, that's the guitarist from Amira, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's just the guitarist from Amira. He does all the the okay. musical components, and then the vocal. Or was it the drummer from Amira? Is it Darko? Actually, US? I think it might Darko be Darko US. Yeah, I think okay. it might be the drummer. Oh, you know, what? I have listened to these dudes. Yeah. I have I have listened to them because I've um, I remember listening to. Oh God, I think the in- song with. Bandure. Yeah. Mm. I think insects. They've they've showed up on my release. My my Spotify release is probably the weird discovery playlist. Discover uh. play is probably the weirdest discover playlist you'll ever listen to. Because it'll be like that kind of shit, like like King eight ten or something like that. That's like just super oh, heavy. King super heavy super heavy and dark. And right. then like and then like shoegaze. Shoegaze. <laughs> my my top artist of the last decade when it showed up was Pretty Lights. Pretty lights, oh, pretty really. Lights, yeah. Huh. Oh yeah, I love pretty lights, man. That dude just puts. I mean, he I just, like pretty lights. He's just. I mean, it's just good, just chill music. Like yeah, I put pretty lights nice. on when I'm like working and stuff like Bro, that. There are sometimes you just can't listen to metal. Oh yeah, yeah. There, no, I, there are sometimes like it's just like <laughs> I am not in the proper state of mind for if this. Shit. I'm yeah. sitting at my house. If I'm just literally sitting at my house and like the wife and I are like you know playing a board game or I'm working on doing some work like planning for school or something like that, I put on my favorite playlist to put on when I'm doing work and I listen to it outside of work too. But when I, my favorite playlist is, um, rainy day jazz. Oh dude. Heck yeah. Jazz music. Mm-hmm. He's all about jazz. bro. Jazz I so love jazz music. Mm. Are you if on you that? Could, you're on Spotify. Oh yeah. I dude. I, I've, I've literally probably paid most of their, like, like college, their kids college tuition. <laughs> right. I've been on Spotify for probably 10 years. Uh-huh. Dude. Pain. I remember. Pain. So when we first, 
When did we first meet? Was it football? Yeah, I coached you in football. Like I thought I met ago. you before that a little I bit. I mean, we had seen around, each like, other youth around, group or something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then football, dude, and then like we just hit it off, bro. Ooh. Like we were like friends. I was like, wait, Dougie listens to heavy music. No one I listen, no one my age listens to heavy music. So yeah. let me hang out with this high school kid. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it was cool, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, dude, that's yeah, tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Like it was, it was awesome. Like mm. we get be getting mm. on the bus, like what are you listening mm. to, bro? And we just be like looking through each other's shit, like yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm listening to yeah, I'm listening to Era or or I mean back then, God, 2010s was probably fit for a king, Miss Lady May I, Memphis May Fire, <laughs> and and that's a that's a cool thing about it too is like versus anyone that that listens to like i don't know your more pop or mainstream kind of styles like it doesn't really take any sort of digging process to find it no whereas like if you if you meet someone that's of your same like style especially like within metal you like you're able to pick like pick from their their catalog and back and forth and tell them who you like eventually like dug into the depths of the internet to find this band and so so like when you find when you find people that that are into it, it's like nice, and you share it around, and yeah, absolutely, wow, that's awesome. Did, did you ever listen? To, you listen to Haste the Day? Oh yeah, Haste oh yeah, dude. Haste I've listened to Haste the Day. Haste the Day is dead. Good freaking. What about Alisana? Did you Alisana ever get I never them? got into no. Alisana. No, they're kind of they're a little whiny, but yeah. I I dig a lot of it. Like, I never really yeah, did some get of it. into them. Yeah, no. no, I I've been really I've, I I don't know, man. I I. I Literally anything and everything is on my Spotify playlist. Like Attila? literally, do you have Attila on your playlist. I do. I do I have like some Attila. Attila. Dude. I do to have say, Attila. I have Attila. Attila is a straight guilty pleasure. I think I have Attila right next to Dua Lipa. Mm. Dude, Dua, Dua Lipa <laughs> from from the things that I've heard from her, like she's good. <laughs> Dua Lipa is like she's uh, the, the. I think the thing that that attracts me the most are honest artists. If they're Agreed. honest with the people that they're playing to, like Dua Lipa. Katy Perry, they're honest people. They're play- Thrice. Yeah. Thrice is an honest Thrice, artist. they're honest. They just play, you know, they play what they want to play. They make mm-hmm. music that they like. Yep. And they're honest with their fans. I don't like, I remember years ago, this is just like, my, I, when Leslie and I were dating, I got her tickets to go see Colby Calais. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was oh, years okay. ago. She was at playing, at, she was playing at the Fillmore, I think. No. Ogden, what, maybe? It was the biggest, the bigger music venue down in Denver, right? Summit? Uh, was it no? Fillmore's pretty big. Fillmore's pretty big. I, I saw think the it was, Roots there. That was awesome. I think it was. I think it was the Fillmore. You it saw was the packed. Roots there. Yeah, they were it fucking was packed. Was it and first remember, bank center? No, it, no, no, no. It, it was. Da- it was down on Colfax. It was one oh, of those okay. ones down on Colfax. Yeah. I think it was Fillmore. Mm. But anyways, she. So I remember, go, like, like Leslie really liked Colby Calais. She was really into her. She just came out. So I was like, oh, sweet. I've been a treater. You know, we're dating. I want to impress her. So I'm going to buy her these awesome tickets. We're yeah. going to watch her. So I was like, I was, you know, I was expecting we're going to go watch Colby Calais, and she's going to, like, be this, like, songstress. You know, like, she's going to play her guitar, and she's going to be a musician, all that kind of stuff. She literally comes out on stage, stage in, like, a tube skirt and tube top. Like with a little hat, like sideways, and just stands at the microphone and sings for like two hours, and that's it. it she brought her, her she brought her guitar out for like one song, and like played played like three notes on this guitar for like a minute of this song, and then took the guitar back, and then the rest of the time just stood there at the mic. I was like, this is awful. Everything I'd ever seen of her before led me to believe that she was like a you know California surfer girl, like sitting on the beach playing, learning how to play the guitar, and like, like Michelle write, Branch, like writing songs, like Michelle Branch or you know Nora, um, Vanessa Carlson, Vanessa Carlson, <laughs> Nora, Nora, Nora. What's that lady's name? Oh, Nora Jones, Nora Jones. Um, but like I thought she was like this, you know, like sweet, innocent, like California surf girl, like writing yeah. songs on the beach. 
No, absolutely no. not. She and that would also a, be just seeing that too. I felt I felt let down. I was like, holy shit! Like she's not an artist at all. Yeah, she just is like, you know, that's that's why I like artists like Dua Lipa and Katy Perry and pop artists. Like I like I have a same respect that, uh, for them that I do for like Fit for a King or oh, yeah. like hardcore bands because I'm like, you're honest with your fans. Like you write honest music. Yeah, and in certain ways, it's almost it's almost more commendable because it's. It, not easy, but I'd say it's easier to do your thing in the metal genre. But when you're in like a pop kind of context and you have like, you know, like full teams kind of backing you for marketing and this yeah. and that, like to be honest, even with all that pressure to not be honest, like that's super commendable, I'd yeah. say. So, so yeah. I would totally hear you, honestly, yeah, especially I, within the pop. It's kind of nice about pop though. Yeah. Is that the the fans? And I'm sure there's toxic pop fans. Like, I would never go watch a Dua Lipa concert. I, I would you wouldn't catch me a freaking dead at a Dua Lipa concert. <laughs> probably, I'm not going to watch Dua Lipa. Too, yeah. I'm right. not going to watch a Dua Lipa. Not paying two hundred dollars to go sit with a bunch of freaking tweens. Yeah, to right. watch Dua Lipa. Screaming tweens. Right. <laughs> no, but like they like metal fans, or they can be super toxic. Mm. Yeah. Know? Like, oh hell yeah! And so like that. That's one of those things about. It's like. I feel like some of them aren't honest with the fans because oh. of that. It's like if we put this out, our careers are just fucked. You mm. know? Yeah, I can like, hear that. Yeah, like the, to say that probably hasn't crossed somebody's mind would be dishonest. I think. Mm. You know? Like, Wait, can you name someone that you're thinking of? Like, um, let me think here. Um. I'm not sorry to put you on the spot. I was just trying to think like who. And it's also hard to say too, because like if they made something and they were like, so I just think about any band who just puts out the same shit continually. Yeah. Yeah. Like for years is like, Oh no, I felt, I felt, I felt totally. So like, I mean, like I I have a, I mean, I have a specific example, like, um, Tim Lambesis, Mazzella dying. I remember for years and years and years listening to them is like thinking that they were like a Christian band. Yeah. Like, and it's like a young Christian, like growing up, like, you know, thinking like, oh, these guys are, you know, like they're singing about Jesus and God and like, they're awesome and it's holy and all this kind of stuff. And then right. like, and then come to find out later on in life that like Tim Lambesis was faking it the whole fucking with, time. With the whole stuff with his, his wife and steroids. Yeah. Like and he, was like, right. he was like, he was, he was, he would talk about like, oh, kids would come up to us to like pray after a show. And I'd be like, I'd like bow my head and then they'd ask me to pray for him. And he'd be like, oh, I'm going to take that back to the tour bus. And I'm like. You fucking lied to like your fans. Yeah, for years. Right. like you made music that like like people loved and people identified with and like cried to. Or if and that's felt why like, Nick you know I mean, like, had a what's that? I wonder if that's if that's why Nick Hippa left. Is that how you say that? Hippa, Hippa, Hippa. I just I don't know. I, he's he's a he's the example I was thinking of yeah. when you were talking about that. Of like that's actually artist, who came to like, mind for me too when you were bringing it up. Like, just, like I, I mean, he like he's totally like he's redeemed in my eyes. Like he's he's done his time. Like he did what he served his penance. Like he's done, he's right. done jail, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like he's clean. He's got to go eyes. on living. Yeah. Right. He's clean in my eyes. And like, I, I love the dude for being honest and like opening up about that stuff. But like when he was doing it, I'm like, you freaking piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, right. You, you lied to your fans. Yeah. Over years. <laughs> dude, when, for a uh, buck. <laughs> when I was on the bus with Chelsea Grin, like first show ever, I was like sitting there and. Alex Kohler was sitting across from me, and he had this chick sitting next to him, and she's like, what kind of music do you like? And he literally talks like this. He goes, 
any kind except the kind I play. And I was like, sitting there, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, Alex? I was like, did you just really fucking say that? I was like, is this a joke? Mm-hmm. I, was like, this, I was like, are you really? I was like, you don't like metal music at all. <laughs> you know, I was like, just trying to, you know, just trying to play it off. You know, like I was, I was, I was actually kind of disappointed by that when I heard him say that. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I could totally, I could totally see that though. I mean, and and that could also kind of come into the. I feel like if anyone is going to want to perform a style that they're not into, it would be metal. You know, like because it's so much fun. You have like these crowds raging mm-hmm. over you. So like, so it's like, sure, I don't like the music, but if I can like participate in something that puts me in a position to be able to enjoy that kind of rager night after night. Right. Uh, okay. Right. But if you're a musician, <laughs> if you're like a starving musician and you want to make money, yeah, you go play for a country artist. Yeah. Then you, you go, go to Nashville. I'm gonna play guitar for Dirks Bentley. Yeah. Like, and you know what? We'll get to tour. We'll have a good time. We'll meet some girls. Yeah. You're, you're not know, like go get drunk to play on plane. for Crown the Empire, like Post Malone was. You yeah. Know what I'm saying like, yeah. like, did you ever hear that story? Huh. So he auditioned for Crown the Empire. No shit. Post yeah. did? Yep, Post That's Malone did. I believe it. Yep. I, love, I, I love Post. But his guitar <laughs> string broke, so he couldn't do the audition. Oh. And think about just how well that worked out in his favor. Best thing that can Imagine happen. Imagine being stuck in Crown the Empire. Like, I not mean, that it's a bad no, thing. I'm no, but he's Post Yeah, right. He's but he's Post Malone. fucking Malone yeah. now, you know? Like, he was going to do that one way or another. I mean, you look at, like, yeah. Skrillex. That's a good point. Actually, that's like, a good point. Sunny, whatever is. I like Skrillex. I like right now. Sunny Moore. Look at him, Sunny Moore. Like, he was going to do that anyways, whether for first the last took off or not yeah like right gonna, right which they i mean it kind of did take off and then he was like they had their time out. amidst that amidst that style like yeah. they totally had their piece of that and then he was like peace out i'm gonna go make some banging freaking dubstep he, he's got the <laughs> gift of timing he, he yeah. stuck he stuck around with that when it was popular and then when things kind of weaned off it's like all right let me go do what's popular now <laughs> yeah and he and he he pioneered the whole thing yeah i so. think i think posty was probably like I'm going to do this for a little bit and, you know, see where this goes and have fun with it. And then, you know, once Crown the Empire kind of pans out, then I'm going to go do my rap thing. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, I'm going to go get sponsored by Bud Light and all that. Game has game. game. I mean, no matter what, like he was going to do it no matter what. I mean, look at like Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy and stuff like that. I love Fallout Boy. Who yeah. likes Fallout Boy? I love Fallout Boy. Yeah. I I love some Fallout Boy. I love some Fallout Boy. I love some fall, old Fallout Boy. We, my wife and I, we, we get into watching American Idol because uh. I just like I'm music all the time. I love music, but we watch American Idol and one of the one of the singers came on singing. Um, was it Coffee's Sugar, for Going Down? Sugar, no, he sang Sugar We're Going Down, and then another one sang Coffee's for Closers. Oh, and um, and it was like I was like in hog heaven. I'm like hell yes, I can sing both of these songs. I don't know any of the other songs they're <laughs> yeah. singing, but right. I can sing along to both of these songs. These I can work. I remember they did the Happy Tree Friends video. You remember that? Uh uh-uh. Yeah, it I don't was, know. Fall Out Boy did. Yeah, it was a music video for Happy Tree Friends. Oh my gosh, Happy Tree Friends. You remember that? That's a I don't. Throwback. I don't think I do. No. You remember you Happy Tree, Happy Tree Friends? Friends with the animals and it's just they it's, like kill each other just and it's like over brutal. the top gore. No, yeah. I don't think I've seen that. I'll Happy Tree Friends. There's that's, an episode, dude, where a tree. Zach's like over here, like taking notes. Like I have literally. an extensive list of like different bands and stuff. To <laughs> have, you been, have you been taking notes for me, Kyle? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Kyle's just listening. <laughs> no, you know. That's a that's that's not expected. It's Kyle's, got a, Kyle's got a wife and kids. He's got to get home to. No, yeah, as no. do as do I. But <laughs> Dude, oh man, yeah, happy tree friends, man. Like yeah, that, that is crazy shit. Uh-huh. Like a so 
This moose is like walking through the woods. Oh gosh! Or was he cutting a tree down? He, I think he was cutting a tree down, and it falls on his leg. Uh huh. And he's like sitting there, and he goes, "Well, there's the only way out of this, and that's to chop my leg off." Yeah. And he's sitting there just chopping his leg off, breaking through bone, <laughs> and it zooms out at the end, and it's the wrong fucking leg. Oh. It was the he cut off the leg that wasn't under the tree. <laughs> Like, yeah, and super, it's just the dark thing, dude. Like, <laughs> dark the rage when I was in middle school, dude. Like, everybody had on oh, their God, fucking happy. iPod videos, dude. <laughs> that, was a, that was a thing with, with Dr. Phil in, like, a parody of one of the Saw movies or something like that. Ooh. Or it was one of the scary movies, I think. <laughs> man, yeah, man, yeah. one of the scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Happy Tree Friends, dude. That that's so brutal, dude. It's just too much. That's, a, that's right around the time of Charlie the Unicorn. Now, yeah, to bring uh-huh. it full circle, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, yeah. The some weird shit coming out. Yeah. like salad oh, fingers. That's and, and oh and, god, don't get me started on salad fingers. <laughs> You're a fan, aren't you? No. Yeah, you are. Creeps me the hell out. <laughs> I think it's so funny. It's so. <laughs> I think it's. Creeps I think it's dark. It, I don't know. I think it's very. Uh, I don't know. You can interpret it any way you want, kind of. Yeah. You know, like it's it's weird. I don't know. What was that guy's name? David Firth. Yeah, dude, that guy. He's got quite the imagination on, dude. Like he's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was some weird shit. But I'm not so much into that anymore. I, like when with YouTube, I watch like metal videos, music videos. Like I, I mean, I watch music videos, not just metal, but like Do you know, yeah. I don't even watch like watch, music videos anymore. I watch music videos and. Um, I watch the punk rock NBA. Yeah. And then I watch oh um Tyler Tube. You guys ever watch Tyler Tube? No. No. So Tyler Tube is this dude. It's, it's so fucking lame. I'm so 38. <laughs> uh, I'm so the oldest dude in this room. Tyler Tube, By he's hilarious. He's this dude. He he literally will like he it's kind of like you guys ever watched um um oh god. Um it's gonna come to me. The two dudes, Rink, Link, and Rhett. Oh, I know who you're talking um, about. Yeah. It's kind of like that show where it's like yeah. like they do funny. He does. So what he'll do is like he'll run like sh- like stupid like shithead experiments. Like uh-huh. he'll be like you know does like I'll I'm going to cook um, a tennis ball in deep fried oil and see what happens. <laughs> like and just to see, like just yeah. to like just to see what happens. And he does it in his garage, and he's hilarious. <laughs> Like he's, it's not like he's hilarious. It just is like, it's just like, you can sit there and watch those videos for 20 minutes and like, you'll be like, that's good. That was a good 20 minutes. Yeah. Like I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with the way I spent that 20 minutes of my life sitting on the, sitting on the toilet. My wife's banging on the door. Like, why are you still sitting on the toilet? <laughs> dude, the videos where they like compact things. Oh yeah. Oh, like the, stick the high, microwaves. Those dude, are good. The hydraulic yeah. press channel on YouTube yeah, is probably that, my most that is like gold. channel. It is gold. <laughs> the hydraulic press channel. I love that channel for some reason. Oh my gosh, dude, I waste so much time watching that shit. And like, oh yeah, I don't spend much time on YouTube. YouTube really? is the only streaming platform that I have a paid subscri- subscription for. You don't pay for Spotify. I, I well, I, well, in terms of uh, like, watching, oh, like, in terms like, of video, you don't have Hulu, I, Netflix, Amazon. Yeah, like, and and there's Hulu at my place for, uh, but like, I I. Rare, like will rarely watch anything on those. I YouTube I use for everything, whether it be entertainment or uh, you know having to. Like, you have the learn TV stuff. YouTube TV uh, like the I, channels. I don't have no that, no. no. So you just yeah. have the ad free. Yeah, YouTube. Just yeah, because I'm I'm literally looking stuff up on it all the time. Right. Yeah. I have Hulu, Spotify. I watch reviews Disney for Plus. things on YouTube. Really? That's what I do. Yeah, like products. 
before oh, yeah. I buy them. Hmm. I'll do that. I watch fly fishing videos. Have you guys ever watched um, Hot Ones? Oh, yeah, with Sean Evans. I oh, love God, Hot I Ones. Love yeah. Hot. Have you ever watched it, Dougie? That's, oh, ones? yeah, dude. That's dude the one with show. Paul Rudd is the best That's one. That's why we should, dude, do, yeah. we should do this again and do a, a Hot Ones oh, pair. Like that would actually be really fun. <laughs> do dude, a Hot Ones pair. Did you watch the Paul Rudd one? Oh, God, Paul Rudd is hilarious. Dude, that guy's so funny. Look at us. He's like, He's like, who would have thought? Not me. Like, that, that shit had Not me rolling, me. dude. It's, I, I stopped watching it when COVID hit because they're doing them all like Skype. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just Zoom. not the same. It's yeah. not the same, not in person. It's way better in person. Because yeah. Sean Evans, the way he like riffs off of the people and asks the questions, stuff like that, it just is not the same. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Uh, they did a TV show of that. They did a Hot Ones like game show. And I watched the first two episodes and was like, this is garbage. Yeah. It's like bad. they just tried it's to capitalize. Uh, they tried to capitalize on their popularity, and it was, it was no such bueno. garbage, dude. Yeah. I was like, this is literally like the definition of, like, we think we hit a gold mine, right. and we literally struck out. Right. Like, we have nothing mm-hmm. to show for it. And, oh, my gosh, it was it was horrible. I was like, just leave it hot ones. You guys are doing great. Yeah, with stick with ones. your format. You got to get the Yeah, there's yeah. no reason to, you know, <clears throat> rework things. But yeah. I would be I would be 100% in on a hot ones parody. Dude, just I love some I'd hot ones. Simply so just fun. drink the hot sauce. No chicken. Just yeah. drink it. Just drink the hot sauce. No, we'll do no, we'll we do, do it. Win. And Kyle will be our moderator. Kyle will be Sean Evans. Dude, you'll, you'll I get have no stomach for hot sauce. Like I, I love the oh, flavor. Love sauce. As you get, but the heat kicks my ass. I'm telling dude. you what, dude. When you get older, it it can we, mess with you. In the moment, I'm like, I can handle the hottest fucking thing on the planet. <laughs> Two hours from now. I'm going to break with a freaking bowl, dude. I'm going to break yeah. the toilet. Like dude, it's going to mess with me. Kyle will be will be will be down and out and Kyle will be on like his 50th fucking hot sauce. Like this guy can handle the go. heat, dude. Heck so yeah, maybe man. so maybe Dougie's the moderator. Yeah, and I Kyle's can't, dude. on. There and we then, go. And then Sriracha do, as hot as I go, man. 10 <laughs> that's questions. Not even that hot. 10 you know? questions that is the as the wings get hotter, the questions get What does he say? Uh, more, the questions wh- get more. Oh man, I can't remember. Or it's the wings are hot and the guests are hot. Or I can't remember. There's With hot there, wings it, and even hotter guests. Something, like, something that. like that. Sean yeah. Evans is great. though. what a good guy. And the other one I watch <laughs> on YouTube. This just showed up. I was scrolling through my to remind me. The one I watch all the time are cooking videos. Oh, I've been watching so much. Guga lately. Foods. Guga Foods is literally like the best channel because he'll do like. Um, what does he do? He'll, he does, he does sous vide everything. If you ever done like sous vide cooking, Mm -hmm. he'll do sous vide everything. Like he'll sous vide just, I mean, literally just like anything and everything. Um, but he'll take like, like expensive ass Wagyu beef Uh or like, like a five grade Wagyu beef and like deep fry it. Yeah. And do things to it that like, it's like sacrilege. Like (laughs) you would never dream of doing this to steak and he'll like. He'd be like, we're going to dry age this steak in whipped cream and see what happens. <laughs> like, he experiments with like the most like insane. And I've tried a couple of the recipes from watching those videos. And like, dude, it's insanely good. Some of the yeah. ways he does stuff. So, yeah, Guga Foods is the way is he's awesome. That dude, he just he because he tenderized like he's tenderizing with papaya, kiwi, baking powder, onion and honey to figure out which one is the best tenderizer. And I'm like. Yes, I'm <laughs> I cook here for the it. chicken by slapping it. What is this? Is that Guga Foods? No, I don't. Is it how to how to basic? Oh god! No. <laughs> how to basic? How to basic? Oh god! That's an abomination, That's but it's a, a beautiful abomination. That's something I have to check out. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! 
Uh, well, well, guys, I I gotta I gotta start heading into eight. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> this is a good chat. Talk some metal. Talk some talk some other things. Talk some know. shit. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, we never even got onto our big talk shit. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. We'll keep this. We'll be here oh. for another two hours if this happens. Well, the great thing is, we'll we'll be back <laughs> at it again. And, and anytime that that you're available and able, like oh, yeah. by all means, love to have you. Dougie, have every you Monday, dude, seven o'clock, we roll. Kill switch engage. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it there, folks. We'll hear more next week. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>